0: Tom Skilling, thank you for joining us today. Our conversation is sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems, and boy, people needed them over the weekend. Did you see those geysers?
1: I did, and and in fact, uh, my viewers sent me some uh, pictures of that. You know, it popped the lids off these uh, sewers and uh, sent geysers uh, way up into the air, 20 feet into the air. Interesting, it was- isn't it? When when you get that much water going into the sewer systems, the pressure build up is such that you can literally pop the tops up these uh, these heavy iron you know covers on these uh, sewers out the streets, and it's it's pretty amazing. Of course, the whole rain last weekend was amazing. It was very interesting. That produced funnel clouds off the Chicago shoreline, three of them that I'm aware of and also a band of really heavy rain that extended all the way from Naperville through Portage Park here in Chicago. And it's, it's interesting about that weekend flooding. Uh, if you went down to Midway Airport uh, to the south or up to the north of Portage Park in the uh, O'Hare area, You'd find that uh, the rainfalls were far less uh, substantial than the half foot of rain that came down and produced this incredible flooding, uh, you know, around Portage Park, on Irving Park on the north side. And it all goes to show how getting uh, set under a thunderstorm, stuck under a thunderstorm that produces incredible amounts of rain. In the case of this last weekend, three inches of rain in an hour. That's like something you'd expect in a tropical storm or a hurricane. Uh, You get just incredible amounts of rain out of these thunderstorms.
0: That's crazy. Tom Skilling from WGN-TV is with us. It was amazing to watch on the TV yeah. The Bears were having a blast. Yeah. I'm not sure the people there in the stands were as happy as the team was. Well, they were with the win, but boy, they were they were like slipping and sliding. It, it, the field looked like it was
1: a slip and slide. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting about this, our Jared Payton had been talking all week about this Bermuda grass that they were putting down on the field. I guess it's a kind of sod that uh, is favored uh, on football fields. I'm not a sod expert, but I was interested in in his reporting on that. And they were anxious to see how this would work out and aware of the fact it might rain on uh, this past Sunday. Well, no, it rained. It poured. And, you know, Lisa, I was getting videos and photos from fans who were out there at Soldier Field, and you could see the water coming down. It looked like waterfalls down the stairs inside the stadium there. And, of course, as you say, the slipping and sliding on the field was something else.
0: Uh, Tom, where do people send you pictures? Just on your social media channels, or do you have an email you you prefer to use?
1: You know, it's really easy. If you go to my uh, Facebook page, um, you know, you can post it there on my Facebook Messenger or my main uh, Tom Skilling uh, Facebook page. I I tell anybody who's interested, um, just put them under any post there because I check all of my posts all day long. And I spend hours every day uh, combing through these uh, beautiful photos that fo- uh, folks send us. And uh, if you put them under any post on my Facebook page, uh, I'll get a look at it. And, you yeah. know, and we try to pull uh, some of the interesting ones. I never can put enough of them on because uh, the the quantity of pictures we get is just amazing. And they're, they're of such quality. They really yeah. are quite interesting. Thing.
0: You you've got hundreds of thousands of followers. I would imagine it takes you hours every single day to even look <laughs> at what comes into your social media channels. But yeah, picking the best has got to be a difficult process. Um, but I, I know, do it love.
1: Really, is it, do you know something, Lisa? It's interesting. A, a lady sent me a picture from up in Skokie of the uh, starlings that were in there. It looked like something out of a Alfred Hitchcock The Birds uh, movie. A uh, you know, frame out of that. There, these birds are in the air, and she said it looks like the uh, bird migration is starting up there. This was shot last night. Then another fella from Sugar Grove is over in London and sent a picture of the rainbow over Buckingham Palace over there. Of course, as folks uh, marked the passing of uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth there, and uh, it's quite, quite a shot.
0: And you know what's ironic is there was actually a rainbow over Buckingham Fountain in Chicago yeah. as well the following day.
1: Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I I hadn't thought about that, but uh, that's, that's quite interesting. Very timely.
0: I, I love catching up with Tom Skilling. Send him your photos. And coming up next, we're going to find out about what Tom did over the weekend, something he has not done in 50 years. In fact, He's never done it, so (laughs) we'll let you tell that story next. But first, to check on weather and traffic with Mary (music) Vandeveld. Chicago's Afternoon News 720 WGN. He's the most beloved media personality in the city of Chicago. It is Tom (laughs) Skilling from WGN-TV. And Tom, I was stunned to find out that you had never, ever done this.
1: You know what? I was up at Ravinia, and, and you're right. It's it's pretty amazing to have been here a half a century almost, and not to have gotten up there. D- do you know something? It's funny you mention that, Lisa, because uh, we lost Ramsey Lewis uh, yesterday. He yes. passed away. A credible artist, and um, he uh, was in our studio uh, interviewing, and he said to me this was my, a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, I'm coming. I'm going to do something at Ravinia. Why don't you come up? I'll get you in there. And I, I, I didn't have a chance to go up there. I had a conflict and I always felt bad about that. And to hear that he passed yesterday and I finally made it to Ravinia last week, I would love to have seen Ramsey Lewis. I so admired him, but I saw, um, Stevie Nicks last week. Uh, and, have you been up there, obviously, Lisa? That is an amazing place uh, up there in Highland Park, Ravinia. Okay,
0: Tom, Tom, Tom. The reason I was so amazed by this story is because I am completely ashamed to say I have not been to Ravinia either.
1: See, <laughs> thank you, Lisa. I, I felt so out of step. It's nice to know that Lisa Dent hasn't been up there either. So I, yeah, I, you know, what in the world? Uh, is wrong with us not to have gotten up there before now
0: you know uh, I I go to so many concerts I've spent 25 years in this town going to concerts and I I kept saying I've got to go to Ravinia I've got to go to Ravinia I've been to the gates for other things but I have not been (laughs) in for a show and when I saw you went and I saw your post I'm like Tom Skilling had not been to Ravinia either at least I don't feel as bad as I did the day before (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, you've given me cover too. So, you know, I uh, I asked people at the station. I said, uh, you know, um, what's it like up there? And uh, Micah Mater was saying, oh, it's great. You ought to do a picnic out on the lawn because you can bring. You know your own, pic- and there were thousands of people out there doing just that. They brought a picnic lunch along. They had a blanket they put down. They even set up some tables. And I sat under the pavilion. There's a covered area there because I figured at my age, I uh, I needed a chair to sit in. I wasn't going to sit on the <laughs> ground. Although they said there's nothing. Well, you bring your own chairs and picnic up there. So, Lisa, you got to go. It's uh, it's quite an experience to see the place. It really is.
0: It's and my Stevie goal to get there. It's my goal to get there before the end of the season.
1: Oh, it is, it is marvelous. And and I'll tell you, Stevie Nicks was uh, so kind. Uh, you know, it was right that we had only learned of Queen Elizabeth's passing in the morning. She had such lovely things to say about the Queen, which I thought was really human and very, very kind. And she also talked about what's going on in Ukraine. And, uh, you know, did a whole uh, song with... Lives about the horror scenes there, although there are some interesting things going on over in Ukraine these days, And uh, but what the people there have gone through, and she reminded everybody, please, you know, don't forget the people of Ukraine, which I thought was pretty nice to intersperse that, uh, you know, and include that with her performance.
0: That's what I love. I love when artists show that side of their humanity, especially... Yes. During a concert, because we can all listen to their record. We want to see something in person. We want to see them reveal something about themselves. And that's what's great about concerts. Okay. I'm sold. I've got to get to Ravinia. I'm ashamed to say I haven't been there. Hey, yeah. is there a late season warm up? I'm being told that possibly the nineties are coming back.
1: Do you know something? We started with a 67 yesterday. That was the coolest temperature in over four months, really an autumn preview. It was more typical of the weather we see a month from now in terms of averages. But um, we're going to go from that to what could be near 90-degree warmth on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And we'll be in the 80s as this week goes on. There's quite a warm-up coming. But what's interesting about it, Lisa, is There's a dome of unusually warm air that our models are developing across the Midwest. And when that happens, we heat up down here at ground level. And the reason it's developing is linked to a typhoon out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And this one is in the center of the the Pacific Ocean right now. It's known as uh, Typhoon, actually Tropical Storm Murbok, uh And it's headed up toward the Aleutian Islands in western Alaska. And when it does that, it's going to bring warm air and rain up there that will buckle the jet stream way up to Alaska. It will then dive down into the Western U.S. and buckle up into the Midwest, way up in our area, producing a warm air dome here. So the whole thing's interconnected. But it's it's interesting to think that our unusual late season warm spell, that could feature temperatures 12 to 16 degrees above normal for this time of the year, is related to what's going on way out in the Pacific Ocean—a typhoon out there.
0: Remember, Tom, when we were kids and they called it Indian summer, which I don't even know if that's appropriate. Now it would be Native American summer. Was there anything to that that we would get a cold spell and then, boom, we would get this warm up in the
1: Midwest? Oh, yeah. You know, that's a, that's a pretty regular feature. Yeah, you know, what was identified as Indian summer, and I, I think you're right. I, I, we tend not to. We've retired that term now. But um, uh, what it is is it's the for a warm spell that follows the first area-wide frost. And, and that's a pretty common uh, autumn feature around here. So, uh, yeah, I'm, we'll have uh, that sort of late-season warm spell this year, I'm sure. Most years do include that.
0: Well, weather, weather folks have names for everything, so why haven't we come up with a new name for that phenomenon?
1: I think, uh, you know, I think Native American uh, summer is uh, is one that's being adopted right now. You're right. We name everything. We were talking about that last week. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, we ought to have a term for that, a more acceptable term. Uh, for that phenomenon, you're right. Maybe well, you and gonna... I can work on that, Lisa. You know? Yeah,
0: and and I'm all for Native American summer. I think that's pretty cool. You know, it still you know yeah. includes us folks that grew up with something different and merges us into the the moment where we are right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's right.
0: Okay, so I... weather forecast for the next couple days. I mean, it's okay, right? And then it just gets warmer and warmer.
1: Yeah. It looks uh, really nice. Uh, we're saying goodbye to that uh, prolific rain-producing system. Uh, skies have been turning sunnier all day today, and we're going to see a lot of sun the next couple of days. Just little Cockney Fair weather clouds. No rain until a scattered shower or thunderstorm might dot the area at some point Saturday and Sunday. But the coverage will be low, and we see nothing even remotely close to the way or the, the kind of rain that we got last weekend that we received last weekend. Uh, and we're going to build into the low and mid 80s away from the lake uh, tomorrow, uh, Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday, Sunday. But by Sunday, we could be up uh, within striking distance of 90 and the same thing for monday and tuesday next week and even when it turns cooler later next week it'll still be above normal in fact only two of the next 15 days uh will be below normal from the looks of things right now so how about that
0: that sounds like good farming weather
1: it does it uh, hey we'll be i heard from uh john hazard my friend uh, down in uh, will county uh, around wilmington and he was telling me boy early october the harvest begins so Be nice to get some nice weather uh, for uh, our farmers as the harvest begins.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tom. Have a beautiful day, and thanks for the inspiration. I'm going to go to Ravinia. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lisa, you're wonderful, I'll tell you. Yeah, do it. It was fun. I look forward to hearing about your experience there. Have a great day, Lisa.
0: Coming up after 4 o'clock, Terry Savage joins us. So if you have that money question that you need an answer for, you better get your call in now or shoot me a text at 312-981-7200. And the rail merger that's happening, that's got some people very upset. We'll talk to a mayor whose town will be affected. That's on the way after Steve's newscast from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.